Okay, good morning everyone. We are on Nisiyat Kapayim, Siman Kuf Chavchet, Seif Yud Aleph. Yud Aleph. Keshemachzirim Peneim Kape Ha'am. When the Kohanim turn around, right, they walk up to the, usually it's at the front of the room, usually by the Heichal, and so they, when they're about, when do they turn around? When they mevarchin asher kedeshanu ben biktusho shel aharon v'tzivanu levarechat amo yisrael biava. So you turn around in during in the um, while you're saying the bracha. Again, we mentioned v'tzivanu or biava. Those are the two more uh, common customs. Either one of those words. Okay. Uh, okay. Yud bet. Magbim yedem kenegar kitvotehem. You lift up your hands, at least shoulder height, about shoulder height. And they have their two hands extended, their arms, and you have the right hand a little bit above the left hand. Right? The yamin is always stronger. avirim. And I'm sure everyone knows uh, or seeing kind of a picture how they have their fingers so that they, they spread out their hands and they have their fingers positioned in a way that there's basically like five spaces. Between, you have two fingers together, then you have a space, then you have two fingers. And then you have the space between the finger and the thumbs, uben gudal a gudal, between gudal to gudal, um, on the inverse side, before sim kapehem, and then, and you spread out your hands, right, because you have that, it turns into five, because it's two hands, right? Before sim kapehem, you spread out your hands, your palms, kadesh yutoh kapehem keneged ha'aretz, so the bottom of the palms are facing the ground, v'achoreyem edem keneged ha'shamayim, and the back of the hands, are upward towards the sky. Right? The sky, the ceiling. Okay. You would bet. The hands are not sure. Not sure. Yud Gimel. Yud Gimel. It's an easy question. I just. Yud Gimel. Matchilim Kohanim. The Kohanim begin. Lomar Yevarechecha. So the Kohanim start out by saying Yevarechecha. That's the, the minhag of the Shulchan Aruch. It's not the minhag by Sephardim and Ashkenazim in general. Obviously, every place might have their own minhag. So what does that God say? Yesh Omrim shegam yilat Yevarechecha yekre oto shaliach tzibor tchila. Really, the shaliach tzibor should start Yevarechecha, right? We know the shaliach tzibor is um, usually the Chazan. He says every every word of Birkas Kohanim, word for word before them, and then the Kohanim repeat. So the general minag mentioned by Alb and mentioned in the Ramaz, even for the first word, the Shaliyah Tzibor mentions Yevarechecha, and then the Kohanim do it. A little different than the Shulchan Aruch. V'yachar kach, ma'kreotam Shaliyah Tzibor, milah be'milah. And then you go milah be'milah, which is what we do, even from the first word, from Yevarechecha. Vehem onim acharav akol mila, and they, they repeat word for word. Ach yisaimu pasuk rishon. Then, when you finish the first pasuk, the azonim atzibur amen, and then the tzibur answers amen. 
וכן אחר פסוק שני, נסיים פה לסקונד פסוק, וכן אחר פסוק שלישי. סבתא איש פסוק, יפז אנסר אמן, אין קונטיניו. י"ד. אין מברכים אלא בלשון הקודש. יאומי דו ברכס כהנים, אין לשון הקודש. אוקיי? ובנסיעתיים You have to lift up your hands. Um, it's also from the Pasuk. Ubekol um, Ram. And it also has to be audible to other people. It doesn't mean you have to yell it out. It just means it needs to be audible. It has to be loud enough that somebody uh, next to you can hear. Okay? Um, if a person is too weak and cannot stand... Uh, he needs to sit or needs to be uh, lean on something, a walker, whatever it is, he cannot go up and do Nesiyat Kapayim. He can, now, if a person needs to take breaks in, in between each word, he can lean, that's not a problem. But while he's doing the actual bracha, when he's saying each word, you have to stand without leaning. Okay? Um, right, at least one minimum, minimum is one hand, we mentioned that yesterday. Um, okay. And then the Shaliyah Tzibor says, Sim Shalom, he continues after Birkas Kohanim. After he starts Sim Shalom, then they turn around, again facing forward to the Heichal, to Aaron Kodesh. They have their own special tefillah. Uh, we did what you asked of us or decreed on us. Um, please do what you promised to us. Look down on, uh, at us from your height. And bless call yourself. So this is all done in Sim Shalom. So ideally the Ramah says you want to make it long enough so that you basically finish at the same time as the Chazan saying Sim Shalom. Um, so that the Tzibur can answer Amen on both at the same time. But if they can't say it for so long, Yom Adir Bamarom. So there's another tefillah you can, you can add. Just so, so that it takes longer. Okay. Ted Zayn. The Kohanim don't turn back until the Shaliyah Tzibur starts the words Sim Shalom. They're not allowed to relax, release the position of their hands and fingers until they turn around. So first Sim Shalom, then they have to turn around, then they can relax their fingers and hands. And they stand there. And they don't leave until the Shaliyah Tzibor finishes Sim Shalom. 
ויש מי שאומר שצריכים להמתין עד שיסיים הציבור לנו אמן אחר ברכת שים שלום. But you wait for the whole tzibur to answer Amen. Okay, an extra second. V'chen aminhag, and that's the minhag. You wait till all the mains are finished, and then you you walk down. Okay. Yud zayin. Kishem machzirim p'neim bin batchila bin masof. When you turn around, uh, when they turn around, again, whether it's before birkat kohanim or after birkat kohanim, right? They're turning around, obviously, both times. Lo yachz. You always turn to the right side. So you end up making a full 360 rotation in the same direction. Right? Always to your right. And after you go down, don't touch your dirty shoes with your hands. Right? But if you do, if you need to, then okay. Just wash your hands again because you're going to continue davening and you touched dirty shoes. Uh, okay. In general, in general, um, most of the shoe is considered uh, dirty. Uh, the laces are not. But if you touch, I believe, any part of the shoe that's not the laces, then you have to wash your hands. Um, right? Halachically, it's considered not a clean item. Yurchet. Ein hamakre shakori kohanim rashai lakrot kohanim. The Eina Makre Shekore Kohanim Rashali Krot Kohanim Achiyichla Mipeat Sibor Amen Shaoni Nahar Birkat Modim. Okay. Generally, it's the Shaliyat Sibor who says the words Kohanim, or whoever says Kohanim. He doesn't say Kohanim until Modim is finished and the Amen of Modim is finished. So, you, in other words, we see every step of the way, you're always waiting 100% for the next step to be finished. They don't say their bracha until the reader says Kohanim and he's finished with the whole word Kohanim. You don't just, as soon as the words, as soon as he starts saying Koha, you don't just jump into the bracha. Everyone waits properly for each step to be finished. Amen. Again, the Kohanim don't start the Yevarechecha or the Makre doesn't start Yevarechecha until the Tzibor finishes completely answering Amen to the Kohanim's Bracha. And they don't start the word Yevarechecha or the, every word until the reader completes completely finishes each word, then they say, right, don't jump the gun. We just keep, everyone just, again, keep waiting for the other one to finish. Right, don't speak over your friend. And the tzibor shouldn't answer amen until the kohanim are completely finished with their word that they're saying, with the bracha. And then this tefillah at the end, again, the kohanim don't start saying it until the tzibor is finishing answering Amen. Okay. Yotet. Ein shaliyah tzibor ha-shalonot amein achar bracha shal kohanim. The shaliyah tzibor, I think we mentioned this, doesn't answer Amen 
to the bracha of the Kohanim, the one that's it's the pre-bracha, it's the Asher Kedishanim But he does answer Amen to the actual um, to the actual bracha of Yevarachah Hashem and those three brachas. Does? Does. So each of the three he says Amen three times, but he doesn't say it four times. We all answer Amen four times, because we're answering Amen to the Kohanim's bracha. But he doesn't answer Amen because he's the real, it's his real, uh, 100% his real Shemona Esrei. So the pre-bracha is a, is a shtickle hefsek. Not bediavid, but lechatchila it's considered a hefsek. Right. Why then is the Amin of Yerachah times three not absent? Because that's the Iker Takana. Chazal want, wants uh, wants Birkas Kohanim to be inside the Amida. That's that's its proper place. So if that's how it was Matakin, we don't call that a Hefsek. I mean, it's not the same, but Lahavdil, when we say Hashem Sefatai Tiftah, we don't call that a Hefsek between Gula and Tfila, because Chazal put it there and it it became part of it. So, um, right, that pre-bracha is just to enable them, Ke'ilu, to say the bracha. Or it's, it's, for, it's, for, it's their, their pre-bracha is like their l'shem yichud. You know, we didn't need anything. Then the people needed a bracha for us to have better kavana. And then that wasn't enough. So nowadays people do l'shem yichud because the bracha is not enough. I don't know what's next. But, um, try and having kavana. Okay, so now, um, now, if the Kohen is going to be, now this, there's this concept of stopping and stopping, the Shaliyah Tzibur might get um, confused or lost, might lose its place. So that comes up in Halacha. For example, a Shaliyah Tzibur, actually, this is really what it's referring to. The Shaliyah Tzibur should not even answer those three Amins if he's going to get lost and not know how to continue. So that does apply nowadays. But I'm saying it could. But generally speaking, it doesn't. So that's why I explained it the way I did. Because we have a sitter. No one, no one, uh, because we have a sitter nowadays, no one, uh, no one gets really farmished. I haven't really seen it. Because you know, uh, you know, it's, you know what comes next. It's not a common thing to get all farmished and lose your place. If you were to possibly lose your place, then it's true. A Kohen should listen to, Yevrach, to the three brachos, Yevrach Hashem But he also should not answer Amin. If that Amin is going to throw him off, and then he won't know if it will throw off the Shaliyah Tzibur, that he won't remember Oya Ya'er, or he might jump to Yisa. If a, if a Shaliyah Tzibur is afraid, he might mess up, then you're right, he should not answer Amin. But I think nowadays, it's a quick Amin with a sitter in front of you. I don't think that's a big chashash. Um, so that's a big caveat. Good. Um, just as an aside, if a person is in the middle of Birchos Kriyachma, or in the middle of Kriyachma, and he hears, uh, he's, he's late, came late, and he hears Birchos Kohanim going on, so there also, they say he should answer Amen to the three Brachos, like the real Birchos Kohanim, but you don't answer Amen to his pre-Bracha. Because the Birkas Kohanim has a special status, but his pre-bracha is like everyone else's pre-bracha, or bracha for food. Like there's no difference as far as you're concerned. So you're, you're not mafsik in the middle of Kriyachma. And if you're in the middle of your Shmona Esrei, this happens often, if you're in the middle of your Shmona Esrei, and you hear Birkas Kohanim going on, I mean it's more common, whatever, it happens, 
You're in the middle of the Amidah, you hear Birkas Kohanim going on because you're not in the same place, at the same time. So should you pause and listen or not? So it's a machloket. Whatever you want to do, whichever is better for you kavana-wise, you should do. But, so, I don't, I don't, I didn't take stats on this one, but the basic two opinions is, if you're, if this happens right after your modim, you're in the exact same place, between modim and sim shalom, I think most would say for, for sure, quietly listen, pause and listen. But if you're in a, anywhere else in Shemana Esrei, it's, it's a machloket. Again, I don't have stats on this one, but it's a machloket, should you pause and listen? Or should you just mind your own business and focus on your davening and you're totally anus, it's not a problem. And the bracha falls on you too, don't worry. Even if you're not listening, the bracha falls on you too. Um, so two different approaches. Okay. Kaf. Im shaliyah tibur kohen. What happens if the shaliyah tibur is the kohen? So it depends. Im sham kohanim acherim lo yisad kapav. If you have other Kohanim available who are going to do Birkas Kohanim, so then you should uh, not go up. Okay? If there's, there is a dispute, if there's one, what happens if there's only one other Kohanim? So, some say, if there's two other Kohanim, now this, you'll see, this is only for, generally just for Spartan. As far as I know. But it really depends on your menagamakum. So everyone has to check their, their place. The halacha for their community. But in general, svarim paskam like this shalchanach, that if there's uh, two other kohanim, the shaliach tzibor doesn't go up. If there's only one other kohen, I would probably recommend to go up. But again, different opinions if there's one other kohen. If there's no other Kohen, then for sure. I mean, the Shulchan Aruch says Kohanim. I mean, you could say Lavdavka, but it's a little clear. Anyway, so if there's no other Kohen, then for sure the Shaliyah Tibor gets up and he does Rekas Kohanim. And if there are two by Svartim? And if by two by Svartim, no, then they don't. Yeah, but does he lead the Shaliyah Tibor? So then they get somebody else. V'lo yom rulo la'alot lito yadav and since there's uh, if there are other Kohanim, since he's not doing it, no one should single him out and say, go up. But if they look at the Kohen, who's the Shaliyah Tibor, and say, you also go up, so then he says, you should go up. Because he singled you out and told you to go, so then you should go. Um, let's uh, I'm not sure if it comes up, but the general, I believe the general minak by Ashkenazim, even if there's a hundred Kohanim in the room, if you're the Shaliyah Tzibor, you still do Birkas Kohanim. It depends on the community again. But I think that's the more common opinion, especially in Eretz Yisrael. That the Shaliyah Tzibor also says, um, just like we said, you take one step to the side or forward, a little tiny step during the, during um, Ritzay. And then, all you do is you just turn around. You don't go anywhere. You just turn around at, because the Ashkenazim, they daven in the front usually anyway. They have, usually that's, by Svarim, they usually daven in the, in the middle. Ashkenazim, they usually, the Chazan is usually in the front. Oh, he, has, he, doesn't, he doesn't walk to the Heichal. He just turns around where he is. That's the, uh, again, if you're in the middle, so then maybe you should walk to the front. That's a separate discussion. Afilu ein sham kohen elahu. Lo yisad kapav ele inkein muftach lo shiyach sa'itfata b'lo teru fadat. 
But then he says this is on the caveat, on the condition, again, you don't get confused and lose your place. If you're going to lose your Shemana Esrei and you won't be able to continue, then even if you're the only Kohen, then don't do Birkas Kohanim. But if you know you're going to go back to, re- to return to your place, I mean, uh, I did hear from a Kohen, Shaliyah Tzibor, that it's not so simple to go back. I don't really understand why, uh, especially nowadays with the sitter. But because we don't want you, we don't want there to be no nesiyut kapayim, all right? And we know that there's a machloket daraita, a machloket rishonim. If one person is enough to be daraita, so the only way you can have nesiyut kapayim daraita the kol is to have two. So that's why I think it's better if there's two. The ketsad yasa. So what do you do? Oh, comes up here. Ya koraga meat be'avoda. You move your legs a drop during avoda, which is ritzei. And then you just finish the bracha. And then he goes up and he walks in the front of the room. That's what Svarim should do if you're in the back. Usually Ashkenazim, it's not, usually it's not an issue. Uh, but again, it depends. It depends on how the setup is initial. And you walk to the front of the room to the Duchan. Or you walk on the steps if there is one. Or whatever the platform is. And you say Birkat Kohanim in the middle. You walk up. And somebody else from the Tzibor is Makre. reads the Pesukim for you. Right? And the Chazan continues Sim Shalom. Now this is the, the custom. I've never heard of it otherwise. Whoever was the Chazan for the entire up until now, he says Sim Shalom. <coughs> Even though he said Birkat Kohanim. However, if you read the Shulchan Aruch, V'im ha-makre kivan le-tefila shaliyah tzibor mitchila v'atzelf, but if the one who reads the psukim, right, he's the makre for the Birkas Kohanim, if he was carefully paying attention to each word until now, from the very beginning, which again, I, maybe that's why it's uncommon, adif tfeish yesayim ha-makre sim shalom. Shulchan Aruch writes, it's ideal, better, not necessary, but better for the makre to read the bracha of Sim Shalom. Okay. Anyways, that's the minag. The, the Shaliyah Tzibor continues Sim Shalom. Kaf Aleph. Eina kohanim mishayim minagim mibirkas kohanim shnayim l'shlosha nigunim. He writes, the, the, the kohanim, when they do birkas kohanim, so they know, we know they have some kind of a nigun. A little different, some longer or less. You don't switch. It's not, uh, you know, sometimes people do, when you go to show, especially by Ashkenazim, the fancy Musaf, every line they have a different nigun. Not for Birkas Kohanim. That's what he writes. The Mishnabura actually says not to do that also for Musaf. But that's okay. The Minagas people do that. Mishum Because we're afraid you're going to um, lose focus or, or, or make a mistake if you start switching around. Or whatever, maybe different Kohanim are going to start doing different Nigunim and it'll just be a flop. Just stick to one Nigun, one Nusach, and that's it. Okay, Kafbet. Mishtadlin Shiyehei Hamakri Yisrael. The Makri should always be a Yisrael. So that we mentioned. So if the. Um, so therefore, if the Shaliyah Tzibor is not going up and he's a Kohen, so he should just be quiet and they have a Yisrael read. Kaf Gemu. 
When the Kohanim, they bless everyone, they should not, uh, no one should be looking around and want, have their mind wandering onto other things. For sure the Kohanim. Right, we're going to see it by both. You're correct. Ella, sheyu enehem klape mata, but their eyes should be towards the bottom. You know, it's interesting. Your eyes are a little bit, um, however you want to think of it, your eyes physically are perhaps clape downward, but your kavana, your mind, is more upward to the shamayim. And the am also has to have kavana to your bracha and should be listening. You paneim keneged pinei hakohanim. Uh, it's important. Klal panim el panim. They say that the the people are also need to face towards the kohanim. and they shouldn't be looking at them. Um, there are two main reasons for not looking. One is to have better kavana and uh, not lose track. Um, perhaps a quick glimpse is okay according to this opinion. Also, it's to be to model after the minhag. Or the way it was nahug, not just the minhag, but the way it was, by the Beis HaMikdash, when they used to do Birkas Kohanim, so they used to say Hashem's name, and there's obviously more Kedusha going on, and the Shechina Kaviyachol was Shore on their hands, or above their hands. And so it would be very inappropriate to look. So in the Beis HaMikdash, it was like, it was basically a sword to look. And so by us, we don't do it to remember how it was then, and also for better kavana now. And they don't look at their hands. So therefore there is a minhag that they cover their heads, their faces with the talit, and their hands are actually outside of that talit, so it's impossible for them to see. And some have, which is the majority of the customs paying by Ashkenazim and Sephardim, is they keep it inside the talit, their hands, so that the people don't uh, don't see. You just get a, your talus. Sometimes their talus is barely on their shoulders, if you take a peek. <laughs> so it just depends. But uh, yeah, it should cover their shoulders and cover their hands. Um, again, depends on the minute, but that's that's the majority. The Rizal used to cup his hands, uh, keep his hands inside as well. Um, according to the mission of Brua, he says better to keep it outside, but most Ashkenazim keep it inside. And whatever you're, you know, do what everyone's doing around you. Not, it's better to have one minhag. Okay. Uh, all right, just a bit more. Kav Dalit. Amsher Michal Bracha. So the people who are on the, the back side of the Kohanim, if you look at the room, it would be in front of the Kohanim, if you're in one room. But uh, basically, because the Kohanim turn around, so then you're on the back side of the Kohanim. Then you don't get the, the bracha from the Kohanim. It's, you, it's important, if you're standing, if, if your seat, you know, depending on how the shape of the shul is, if your seat's in the very front wall, and the Kohanim are a little bit in front of that, because the, the way the Aaron Kodesh is, you need to move back. You don't want to be uh, in front, to the back of the Kohanim when they're giving the bracha. But if you're on the sides or in front of them, in front of them here means in, in back of them in the room, right? You want, you want to be facing them. It doesn't matter if you have even an iron wall, 
it's not a hefsek. Now, if you're, you have the back to them, you're, you're in front of their back, you're in front of them, if you're an anus, like, for example, they're working. Some people have to work in the world. And when they're, when the minion's happening, they have to be working and they can't, they can't, they can't come to show at that time. So then, the bracha goes on you too. The bracha travels. And a Kaddish Baruch Hu makes the bracha fall on them as well. Uh, similar if you're stuck in the middle of Shemana Esrei. I believe that's the same halacha. You just stay. You stay, you, stay, you stay where you are and the bracha falls on you too because you're also in the category of anus. It's only when you have, it's like when you have the chutzpah to, dava, to, to, be in, to stand at their back. That's anti-bechavod and it's, uh, then you, you're not bechavod. So even those people are heim bechlal habracha. If you're in the wrong position, but it's because you're a noose, then it's okay. Kaf hey. Beidah knesset shekula kohanim. What do you do if everyone's a kohen? You got ten people and they're all kohanim. Imein shamela asara kula moli maduchan. So they all go up together and there's nobody listening. There's nobody in the back. That's okay. No one to answer amen. That's okay. L'mim evarchin. So who are they giving the bracha to? So we said, Lachem Shebesadot, all the other people who are outside the room. Umi One Achrayam Amin. And who answers Amin then? So the answer is, no one has to answer Amin. But it continues, Hanashim Ve'ataf. Ideally, try and get a woman or a, or a kid to answer. Ve'im Yesham Yoter Asara. And if there's more than ten, so then it's a different completely. Hayater Asara Ya'alu Vivarchu Ve'asara Onin Achrayam Amin. So then, once you don't have all ten, then you always want to leave nine, uh, ten, listening, and, and only the extras are going to go up. But I think you want to have at least two go up, alright? And it just depends how the breakdown is. But basically, that's the, uh, that's how it works.